your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You're a win as a Raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What up, Raider Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast on this Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021. Your boy Q here. Got a lot to get to on today's show. Got a lot to talk about when it comes to the silver and black. Got a lot to talk about when it comes to folks surrounding the silver and black, as Tuesday was one bizarre day when it comes to the Raiders. Thank you off top for making the Locked On Raiders podcast your first listen each and every day. And remember, you can find this podcast free and available on all platforms. Coming up in segment number three of today's show, your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. You know the number, 707-654-4693. And I apologize for not being able to get to everybody's call because I got a ton of calls on Tuesday afternoon, got a ton of texts on Tuesday afternoon, got a ton of tweets on Tuesday afternoon. So I won't be able to get all of them on the show, but I'll try to get as many as possible and just know that if your your call's not on immediately, it'll either be later on in this week or, you know, I just won't be able to get it on but i understand and i appreciate all the feedback each and every day so coming up in segment number three your calls and texts segment number two going to be talking about this Raiders team in general and just all the different issues that they've had to deal with so far this year and how they just really got to be a family and they've got to be a tight-knit bunch because man again they've got issues that are hitting the, the facility, you know, uh, issues are hitting the team and and they got to deal with it. Uh, and it's just something that really is no doing of their own as far as a collective unit, the team, the organization, not their fault. But here I, here it is. Their name is bigger than lights uh, and not in a good way. So we'll talk about that in segment number two, in segment number one, news and notes of the day, as we always do. And, and there's plenty to get to. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Off top, the biggest news that surrounded the silver and black on Tuesday has to do with Henry Ruggs III. Uh, Word rolled out and trickled out early Tuesday morning and then was confirmed later Tuesday afternoon that he got into a very bad car accident early Tuesday morning in Las Vegas. And ultimately, a young lady lost her life, 23 years old, and she lost her life. Henry Ruggs was driving his vehicle, his Chevrolet Corvette, uh, very early in the morning with his girlfriend in the car and ran into the back of uh, this car that was a Toyota RAV4, I believe, And this young lady's car caught on fire and ultimately, again, she passed away. And the crazy thing about this scenario is when myself and the wife, we woke up Tuesday morning, we always turn on the news. That's just what we do. And we're watching it and they're talking about there's a fatal car accident that happened. It's given the the blocks and everything. And they're showing that, you know, there was a car on fire. And I kept thinking, man, that's that's wild. That is wild. I feel sorry for uh, anyone involved in that. Well, later to come to find out that's Henry Ruggs car that that I was seeing on the TV and reached out to a few people to try to get confirmation if this in fact was Henry Ruggs. And when I got the confirmation of, well, I can't deny it or I can't confirm it. I I knew all I needed to know. And ultimately TMZ released a report. And then the Las Vegas Metro Police Department put out a report and their report said on November 2nd, approximately 3.39 a.m., the LVMPD responded to a traffic collision near the intersection of South Rainbow Boulevard and South Spring Valley Parkway involving a Chevrolet Corvette and a Toyota RAV4. 
Responding officers located the Toyota on fire. Fire department personnel responded and located a deceased victim inside the Toyota. The preliminary investigation indicates the front of the Chevrolet collided with the rear of the Toyota. The driver of the Chevrolet, identified as 22-year-old Henry Ruggs III, remained on scene and shown signs of impairment. He was transported to UMC Hospital to be treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Ruggs will be charged with DUI, resulting in death. This is an ongoing investigation. So that was a report put out by the Las Vegas Metro Police Department. And then shortly after that, the Raiders released a report as well. The Raiders are aware of an accident involving Henry Ruggs III that occurred this morning in Las Vegas. We are devastated by the loss of life, and our thoughts and prayers go out to the victim's family. We are in the process of gathering information, and we'll have no further comment at this time. So uh, those are the two statements right there, the ones that make the most sense and the ones that that matter the most. Uh, Henry Ruggs' lawyer put out a statement as well. Obviously, they're investigating the situation and don't want to speculate too much over exactly what impairment was going on or if he was impaired or what's happening. I mean, they got that investigation to, to, to still go through with, but uh, just all bad. Very bad scene, very bad situation. Uh, Henry Ruggs III is going to be in court later on this morning. It's supposed to be 9 o'clock this morning. He's going to be in court. Uh, he was held on no bail. So he uh, stayed the night in the Las Vegas Police Department in the in the county jail, uh, locked up. So uh, he'll be facing the judge this morning, and then later on this afternoon, we'll obviously hear some more of what's going on. But a terrible situation, uh, m- most importantly, a terrible situation for the family of the victim. Anyone who loses their life, again, a 23-year-old woman lost her life as she was headed home and probably had no idea that what was about to happen or that there was any kind of danger around her. And ultimately, her, her car gets caught on fire because of this this accident and well I mean Henry Ruggs is okay he's going to be fine but he's got to deal with this as well so prayers go to out to everybody he has a family they have a family all prayers need to go to everybody and not just kind of look at it from a one-sided angle and that's what I refuse to do Uh, I say it all the time you know some people are coming down on on Henry Ruggs and saying the hell with him and all that and look I get it I get the anger but uh, one of my favorite Bible verses is uh, John 8, 7. He who is without sin casts the first stone. I got it tattooed on my neck, and I live by it each and every day. None of us are perfect. We all make bad decisions. This is clearly a terrible decision that that he made, and he's going to have to live with. Uh, again, the prayers go out to the family of the victim. Uh, hate that uh, in a major, major way for her, uh, for any family having to, have to, to hear that news, get that phone call about their loved one. So, Uh, That was the huge news that surrounded the silver and black and the Raiders ultimately released Henry before Tuesday night was even up. So he's no longer even a member of the Raiders organization. Obviously, we'll have a lot more conversation about this coming up in segment number two as we just kind of talk about all the the gray clouds that are surrounding the silver and black uh, stuff they've had to deal with so far already in this season. That's only seven games in the book is they're going to play game eight on Sunday against the Giants. And I'll tell you right now, there's absolutely no way to make a smooth transition from that to roster news. But the Raiders did make a roster move or two on uh, on Tuesday. So I want to inform you on that. They released quarterback Nate. Nathan Peterman and linebacker Javen White. Javen White was the guy that we knew was going to be released. It was something we talked about on Tuesday's show, as a matter of fact. Uh, it was just a matter of time that they had to go ahead and do it, put him on the active roster, and then release him. Well, that's exactly what they did. They also released quarterback Nathan Peterman. I do believe Nathan Peterman and Javen White, the plan for both of those guys is to put them on the practice squad. Nate Peterman, because he is a vested veteran, according to Vic Tafer, can be put on the practice squad immediately. But Javen White, who uh, is not 
not a vested veteran, he has to go through waivers before he can be put on the practice squad. But I do believe the plan is for both of those guys to ultimately end up on the Raiders practice squad. Uh, They also protected three guys on the practice squad. Linebacker Patrick Awasu, wide receiver Dylan Stoner, and wide receiver Javon Wims. All three of those guys have been protected on the Raiders practice squad. And then on roster news that has nothing to do with the Raiders, uh, Deshaun Jackson, the speedy wide receiver, been around the league for a long time, was officially waived by the Rams on Tuesday. He's got to clear waivers before signing with the team. Uh, The Raiders are currently 25th on the waiver wire order, so uh, any team before them could claim him. Or maybe if he goes all the way to 25, they could claim him if they want to. They could put in that claim. uh, Or they could just let him clear waivers and then try to sign him. But Deshaun Jackson is officially a free agent as of, well, he'll be a free agent once he clears waivers if he clears waivers but uh, he is no longer a member of the Rams so something to pay attention to as this Henry Rugg situation uh, on the football side of things that's a loss of a big time player for the Raiders and so the Raiders will probably look to replace him with somebody I don't know who and I know it's not the most important thing right now but just from a football standpoint that is something that they have to address at some point so maybe Deshaun Jackson makes sense to them and my final little nugget for today's Locked On Raiders podcast news and notes of the day is the Raiders get back to actual work today at the facility. They'll be back at practice. Uh, should hear from Rich Basaccia, the head football coach. Uh, also hear from multiple players, and I'm sure the conversations will be uh, a lot around Henry Ruggs III, but uh, also they have a game to play. They have uh, the New York Giants are an X up on the schedule, so it's something that they got to try to turn their attention to and something else that Rich Basaccia is going to have to try to channel his, uh, his energy in trying to get these guys focus because there is a job at hand even though it's obviously not the most important thing that's on their mind right now as someone has lost a life and of course Henry Ruggs uh, he didn't lose his life but man it's going to be affected in a major way and he has a family he has a daughter and so you just want to make sure everyone uh, is in the best type situation as possible. So uh, you should hear something from the coach a little bit later on this afternoon. Again, Henry Ruggs will be uh, arraigned in court today about 9 o'clock. So depending on what time you're listening to this, it may be happening in a matter of minutes or it might have already happened. But 9 a.m., he's supposed to be in a Las Vegas court. So we'll keep you updated here on the Locked On Raiders podcast with all the goings-ons behind Henry Ruggs thirds. So that's all I got for you for today's Locked On Raiders podcast, segment number one of the show, news and notes of the day. Coming up in segment number two, just going to talk about everything that the Raiders have had to overcome and still need to try to overcome as they try to navigate through this 2021 season. And I know it's going to be talking about football, and football might not be uh, top of priority right now, but at the same time, these guys are professionals and they know they have a job to do. So just going to talk about them and how they're kind of all bunched in to all these off-field issues. We'll get all that out in segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Before we get to that, though, I do want to tell you about a great app for anyone who is in their vehicle driving a lot and gets gas and that's called get upside it's an incredible app anyone who buys gas needs to know about it all the listeners of the lockdown raiders podcast are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every single time they fill up all you got to do is download the free get upside app in the app store or google play right now and make sure you use the promo code touchdown you'll get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's up to 50 cents a gallon cash back don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get your cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. And it is really easy. I'll tell you, once I got to Las Vegas, I started driving a lot more, so I obviously had to start getting gas a lot more. So I downloaded the GetUpside app. I used the promo code TOUCHDOWN, and it was so simple. Let me know exactly what uh, gas station was accepting it. It was right around the corner from the house, and boom, there you go. I go right there and get my gas all the time, and I'm able to save money and get it 
will get cash back uh, on the regular. So it's a really cool thing to do. I know some folks that drive a whole lot are making two to $300 a month in cash back. So again, there's no cash. The cash back gets added right to your account. Uh, you can cash out anytime you want your bank account, PayPal, an e-gift card, Amazon, other brands, whatever it is, you can do it right now. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code touchdown. That's GetUpside app. Use the promo code touchdown to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Again, promo code touchdown. The GetUpside is the name of the app. Segment number two, it's on the way. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to talk about the situation, not only this situation going on with Henry Ruggs and his car accident, but all the situations going on with the silver and black and everything that they've had to deal with this year so far, 2021, only seven games into the season. So they still have 10 games to play. And already it seems like they've done and dealt with almost a decade worth of issues that's going on with the organization. And I I tell you this, I'm not doing this segment. I don't want you to say, oh, uh, I got to feel sorry for the Raiders. I got to feel sorry for the organization. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that if you think about this and you kind of humanize this thing a little bit, realize that these guys are are men and their fathers and their sons and their brothers. And so, I mean, there's other things going on with these guys than just football players. They're not just machines and football players. These are guys that deal with real deal issues. And so just put yourself into their perspective and in their shoes when you start talking about this team in general and you start talking about some of these guys and everything that that is going on with them and you know just some of the the comments that I've seen about individuals things I've seen about Henry Ruggs and I've said it before I'm not going to be the guy that to cast a stone at him and and you know curse him out or, or talk but down on him because again everyone has made bad decisions everyone has made terrible decisions and this looks like this is a very terrible decision that Henry Ruggs made now uh, there's still going to be plenty of time for everything to come Come out so we get all the details and we'll know exactly what happened and exactly what decisions were made or weren't made. So not trying to speculate and, and go there. And like I said, not trying to cast the stones, but man, this team has really been through a lot. And so, you know, when anything goes on with the team, it's not just that individual, but it's also Raiders whoever or Raiders this, Raiders that, Raiders head coach, Raiders wide receiver, Raiders executive. It's always Raiders something. You know what I mean? It's it because the, the players and the coaches and the front office people, they're not bigger than the organization. So anything that goes on with them, it's always going to have the name Raiders in front of them. And so, you know, that's just something that has carried over all year long. And that will happen with any team if this was happening. But it's, right now it's happening with the silver and black. So you think back, you know, even in the summer, even when I first got here to Las Vegas, you know, one of my first interviews I did was with then president, uh, Mark Bedane. And then all of a sudden, right after that, almost like a week after I interviewed him, he stepped down. Well, come to find out, as you heard Mark Davis talk about it in the owners meetings for, uh, last week, that that was, uh, you know, that was a money issue. Uh, they had paid too much in taxes that it happened on Mark Bedane's watch. Plenty of executives uh, resigned from the from the team. Plenty of guys stepped down. A lot of folks kept asking and asked me what's going on with this mass exodus of all these front office peoples. That's one thing. That was one scenario. That was one situation that was unfortunate, but really didn't affect the players that much because, well, those guys, they play the game. They don't in the front office. They don't do the front office stuff. You know what I mean? So that didn't really affect the team that much. Then all of a sudden, lo and behold, here comes on the anniversary, the 10-year anniversary of Al Davis passing. All of a sudden, here comes this news about John Gruden and his emails. Now that affects the team 100%. 
And all of a sudden, these guys, Derek Carr, Max Crosby, Darren Waller, you know, Mike Mayock, Rich Basaccia, all these people are out in front of the, the media having to talk about what's going on with John Gruden. And then he resigns, and that's when Rich Basaccia obviously gets involved in it, and he starts talking as he's named the interim head coach. So now all of a sudden, he's the, the mouthpiece for the Raiders, and Derek Carr is all of a sudden the face of the franchise. And so he's answering questions. And remember... This is a guy that's got his own family to go home to. This is a guy that's got his own issues that he deals with inside his, the walls of his building or his, his house. And he's got his own life to have to deal with. But yet he's answering questions and he's answering things about a, a, a guy that made a decision 10 years ago when he wasn't even with the Silver and Black. But because he was the, the head coach of the team, well, that's, that's, it, it goes on the Raiders. And so now all of a sudden that affects the players. Well, the players do a great job of canceling out that outside noise and not letting it affect them. Interim head coach Rich Basaccia takes over. He's a calming voice. A lot of these players seem like they take to him really well, and boom, they go out and win a couple games, and, well, winning cures everything, right? Everything sounds better. Everything feels better. I'm mapping out a way to the playoffs. Can they get to the playoffs? What do they got to do? How many games do they got to win? Everything sounds like and looks like, oh, it's all good to go. Coming off a bye week, look at this. They're in first place. They had a great bye week, right? The Chargers lost. Denver went and got rid of one of their best defensive players, so they're waving the white flag. Uh, the Tennessee Titans lost Derrick Henry, so now all of a sudden they're in trouble. They're in first place in the AFC. I mean, everything is rolled out in front, and I know I'm the one who talked about it. That's why I know exactly you know what, what I'm meaning and, and how this is going. Everything feels good, but like my grandmother always said, just because it feels good and looks good don't mean it is good, right? And so then, boom, then you get hit on Tuesday. You get hit with news about Henry Ruggs and possibly get into a car accident, possibly bearing a fatality, and boom, then it is. Well, the Raiders, the team, the players, the guys, everyone who's doing the right thing, everyone who's at home minding their business, not out at three something in the morning driving around possibly impaired. Those guys, now they get to, and not by any choice of their own, they have to meet with the media today. You know, there's going to be Rich Basaccia meeting with the media today as they get back to practice. They've got to try to pick up the pieces and keep it together and put it together without one of their brothers who they know in the back of their mind is going through it. And, and look, they, you know, they're, they're human. So they're going to have the, him on their mind. They're not going to just cancel that dude out and be like, oh, the hell with him. Henry made a bad mistake. Well, the hell with him. He's, he's out of there. They're not going to say that. That's their brother. They love him. He's part of their team. Anyone's been part of a team. They got, you got love for everybody. If you, if you genuinely have that, that, that feeling of that, that real deal team, like this team is, and, and I've been telling you, and I can witness it from being there around the team that these guys all genuinely love each other. So nobody in that locker room is going to turn their back on their brother, which they shouldn't in a time of need. That's the last thing you need is your, your family to turn your back. But a lot of times that's when people choose to turn their back, right? Kind of let you know who's real and who's not the real ones stick with you through thick and thin. This is bad. This is a bad scenario. And he's going to need all his brothers to stick with him as he's going to need support, as the family is going to need support. And that family that has a victim of their family, they're going to need their family to rally around them and, and, and come together and hold them and be there for them and, you know, even just be a, a, a sounding board when they need to vent. Hell, I know. I know as a matter of fact, as a guy who's been there, done that, gone through that. I've called my mom after dealing with my issues that I have with my son. I called my mom and she didn't say a word on the phone. All I did was cry. I just needed someone to, to listen to me cry or wife. I just need to cry and let it out. You know, that's that's the support that this family that just lost their loved one at 23 years old is going to have to have for 
the rest of their family. They're going to all have to come together like that. I mean, this is such a a, a terrible scenario. And, and then just getting it back to the Raiders and not trying to be insensitive about it, but just getting back to them, they've also got to try to navigate through the, the waters of a ten, more 10 more games of a season. It's like, okay, now what? You know, now what do you do? Because all of a sudden, things just don't seem like it's even that important. And I've been there, done that. I took off a week of this, the podcast. After, after the tragedy happened with my son, I took off a week. Didn't want nothing to do with it. Thought about quitting the thing, you know, because it just wasn't that important. It's things that are bigger than just football or radio or podcast or, you know, all this stuff. There's things that are bigger than that, that all of a sudden you just get hit and slapped in the face. And so uh, as we watch these guys go out there and do what they do, and they're going to continue to go out there and do what they do to the best of their ability. They're going to do that on Sunday against the Giants, and they're going to return home and try to do it against the Kansas City Chiefs. And they've, they've like I said, guarantee you got 10 games left. Just have their back, man. Just have those guys back because they're out there with heavy hearts. Not saying that, you know, they're affected 100% like the victim's family are affected, but in one way or the other, man, they are all affected by this and affected by everything they've had to deal with this season. And believe me, what they've had to deal with this season, I've talked to many different people. I talked to John McClain every single week on my radio show. And, you know, he said, I haven't seen a team that's had to deal with as much adversity off the field in one season, such a short amount of time as the Raiders have. Talked to Mark Ross from NFL Network. I talked to him on Tuesday. He said he's the guy that was in the front office. He was in the New York Giants front office when they drafted Odell Beckham Jr. He said, I've never seen it. And he was in the front office. And you know the Giants have had some issues. I mean, there's, 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 this ain't the first time there's been some issues surrounding uh, uh NFL franchise. But, man, it, it just seems like the punches just keep coming for this Raiders organization. And those guys, like I said, the majority of those dudes that are in that locker room that are doing the right thing and trying to live their life right every single day have to deal with it as well. And I'll, I'll say this, a little side note before I wrap up this segment. Uh, anyone who wants to say, well, that's what happens when you move a team to Las Vegas because you know that's going to – it ain't about Vegas. It ain't about Vegas because you can get in trouble, you can get a DUI, you can get alcohol, you can drive drunk anywhere in the world. Anywhere. It don't matter if you're on a, in a place that has not one street in, in, the, in the city. It could be all dirt roads, and you can still get yourself in some trouble. I mean, there's, it don't, if you want to get in trouble, you can get in trouble anywhere you want in the world. It, I, yes, I know Las Vegas never closes. I get it. I know things can move fast in Vegas. You can be at one spot, then you can be at a next spot to the next spot, then you look up and it's 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I get that. I understand that. But it's also up to you to make better decisions and know exactly where you are and who's around you and what you have to do. And in, in this case, uh, I know for a fact that NFL teams have things put in place. They have people put in place where if you're out somewhere partying, you say, hey, I can't drive my car. I can call this person. There'll be no questions asked. It won't be any kind of repercussions to you. They'll pick you up, take you to your spot, and then boom, the next day, make sure you get your car taken care of. I mean, that's simple as that. Those are put in place for every single team and every single player in the NFL. So, so bad decisions like this aren't made. They're there. You've just got to make the call. And not to mention... There's other things that even people like me that don't have an organization that's looking out for me. I mean, Uber, Lyft, whatever. I mean, there's, there's, there's ways of getting around where you don't have to get behind the wheel of your car and potentially make a bad decision. But uh, I, just, I just, my suggestion is as you navigate through the rest of the season and the Raiders navigate through the rest of the season, 
just just understand what these cats are going through, man, and just have a little bit of, I won't say mercy, but have a little bit of compassion because these guys are more than football players. They're not machines. They're humans. They're fathers. Again, they're, they're, they're just like us. They make a lot more money than we do, but they're just like us, and they have real deal issues that they're dealing with on the daily, and they've got them going on in that organization right now, unfortunately, not because of any choices of theirs, choices by a couple of individuals that made bad decisions in John Gruden and now Henry Ruggs III. So that's all I got for you for segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Coming up in segment number three, your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Before I get to that, though, I want to tell you about a couple great sponsors here on the Locked On Raiders podcast, including betonline.ag and basketball, football, World Series just got wrapped up. Uh, boxing, UFC, everything that's going on, betonline.ag has got you covered. It's your number one source for all things gambling and all things sports gambling. You can head to the website right now on your laptop or your mobile device, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. What that means is if you put $500 in, you'll get 250 on top of that if you use the promo code locked on. So you have $750 total to play with, and so on and so forth. You put a thousand in, you'll get $500 welcome bonus, but you got to use that promo code locked on. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, and they're where the games start. I also want to tell you about Built Bar and been telling you about Bill Bar for a very long time and all the great flavors that they have. 100% real chocolate, 100% real delicious. And I know it's funny because I talk about the flavors that they have available and I just kind of breeze through that it's a really good taste of protein bar. But I do forget at times that there's new booties that listen to the show and maybe they don't know what Bill Bar is. Maybe they don't know that it's a great taste in protein bar that instead of having that late night candy bar, uh, you can have this protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, it's 100% covered in chocolate. It's soft. It's easy to chew. Uh, It's one of the best protein bars I've ever tasted. I've never really had a protein bar that didn't taste like chalk or cardboard. Well, that's where Built Bar is different. They got so many different flavors to choose from. Coconut, marshmallow, paranormal pumpkin is still available. They even have a mystery flavor. And it's a mystery flavor because, well, I don't even know what the flavor is, but it's called mystery flavor. And it says if you guess it, you can win a prize. So go to the website if you want to go ahead and try to do that. They got blueberry muffin, strawberry, cherry lime, mint brownie, coconut, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, raspberry, cherry barcia, cookies and cream, which is one of my favorites, and double chocolate. So lots of really good flavors to choose from. Again, these protein bars are are really good for you, like blueberry muffin, 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, 6 grams of sugar. And again, it's a very good snack if you're watching some games at night and you just want to munch on something, you don't want to have a candy bar, well, go get a Built Bar. If you're about to get your workout on, want to get a little bit of extra energy, want to put a little something-something in your belly, go get a Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. You'll save 15% off your order when you check out. That's promo code LOCK15 at BuiltBar.com. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693 is the number. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Chase Raider, he's up first. He's calling to talk about the rug situation and the fact that tough times don't last forever, but tough people do. Here he is, Chase Raider. My man Q, what's happening? Long time no see, man. I haven't heard, uh, I know you guys haven't heard from me. This is Chase Raider. Out in Denver, bro, uh, had to call in, man, hearing about this Ruggs news. I know just Monday, man, you, or Tuesday, you dropped that episode about 
needing to prove it, bro. God, and this news dropped about Ruggs. But, you know, Darren Waller said it best, bro. You know, tough times don't last. Tough people do. And time and time again, we've proven to overcome that adversity, man. And I'm hoping that this Raiders team, uh, you know, and Raider Nation can do it again. Damn, it sucks to lose rugs, but man, again, we got to pull together and we got to freaking be responsible, dude. There's people out there, families, kids. We got to freaking. If you're driving drunk, man, there's no reason for it. Just if you're drinking, just call somebody, man. You could literally reach out to anybody in Raider Nation and you will safely bring your ass home. Like crazy, man. But anyways, much love, uh, all you guys. Much love to UQ, man. Killing it out there in Vegas, bro. So happy for you. But uh, much love to Raider Nation, man. You guys keep rocking. There he goes. That's my guy, Chase Raider. Appreciate the call. And, yeah, it's a rough deal. And, of course, we have to wait to find out the exacts as to what happened and how it happened and the cause and all that. But right now, from the outside looking in and from even as close as I am, it looks really bad and it sucks. And I hate that for the family of the young woman who lost her life in this situation. Of course, Henry Ruggs will always have to live with that as well. And that's not going to be easy. Regardless of what anyone thinks, that's not going to be easy. Uh, Noah's is the exact same as losing a life. No, but man, I'm telling you, I know I wouldn't want to live with that. I would not want anything to do with having to live with that kind of feeling. So, uh, yeah, you're right, man. Uh, it's, it's a situation that's going to have to be dealt with, and they're going to have to find a way to deal with it one day at a time. So uh, thank you for that call. I appreciate you. Next up, I got a text from Alessandro Z. He says, hello, Q. This is Alessandro Z. Friends call me Sanzan from Dallas via Uruguay. I'm a longtime listener, first timer reaching out. Do you think with the rugs issue, the Raiders should try to get a receiver that can stretch the field, such as Deshaun Jackson? Anyhow, love the podcast and the fact you call it like it is. Keep doing your thing and Raiders. That's from Alessandro Z. Appreciate you texting into the show for the first time, being a new booty. I do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I think that they'll make some kind of move. You know, Deshaun Jackson is a guy that's an option. He is out there and available. Who knows if he clears waivers or not? Let's see if they put a waiver claim in for him. Who knows? But they got to do something, you know, and, and they will do something. Uh, it's just up to them to go ahead and make it happen at the timely fashion that they can make it happen. So, uh, yeah, there, there you go on that. But I'm sure you'll see some kind of movement as far as the roster goes with the silver and black. Next up, got a call from Raider Tone in the 661. He's calling to speak on the rug situation, then turns the conversation to some of the guys that the Raiders have drafted lately that just have not panned out. Here he is, a very frustrated Raider Tone. Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, Raider Nation? Raider Tone from 661. Man, I, I know you can hear it in my voice, man. It, it, it's a little heartbroken. A little heartbroken with the news uh, about Henry Ruggs, not not just for not just us losing losing a skilled player like yourself, but for the for the family and and the victim in that car crash. And, and just feel sorry for the for the team, man. The team overall just just seemed like he just got that black cat got that uh, black cat running around the damn stadium like Stephen A. say about Dallas like uh, Jerry's World. Go through the John Groove thing and now this, but on top of that, it, you know, you really can't fault you know nobody in the organization for drafting drafting. Nobody's seen this coming. You know, one thing that do stand out is like uh, you know. Uh, thought he was supposed to—he was supposed to be a high character guy, or, or you know, mature kid that that you know we wouldn't see none of this stuff from. Man, I don't know what the results be if he never get on the field field with us. It, you know, it really looked like it really make that C.D. Lamb, um, not draft the C.D. Lamb situation hurt, man. 
about the other twelve players that 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 could have turned out to be something, man. It's really been a been really just just a messed up draft these last three years for us. A few names to mention: uh, Arden Key, Lane Bowden Jr., Tanner Muse, Quinton Bell, Akeem Victor, Nick Nelson, Maurice Hurst Jr. I mean, it, that, that's seven, eight names. They tell me none of them. We, we couldn't draft it. Out of eight players, you know, that wasn't a bust, it, we wouldn't have a, a star player on our team right now for the future. That's just to name a few, man. It's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of a lot of other ones. Man, this is this is crazy, man. Arnett, Cleef Farrell, just to name a few that we get no production from. High character guys. Now we may never even get a production, another another uh, production, another catch. Out of rugs in the future. Can we see? Would that be labeled as a bust? Also, it's a tragic man. It's a tragic. God, we gotta draft better. We, we gotta, we gotta start making these drafts count, man. All right, you. Oh man, keep our head up, nation. There he goes. That's Raider Tone in the 661. Thank you for the call. I understand where you're coming from, and I can hear the frustration like you mentioned in your voice, and I get things from the football side of things and the failed draft picks, but in this scenario, uh, I don't even use that same energy or put this in the same category. You know, there was a, a life was lost. This had nothing to do with high character or a bust. This was a young man, 22-year-old, who made a very bad decision. I mean, it's simple as that. And, of course, we still got to wait for the exact facts to find out. Uh, the Raiders have ultimately released him, so that kind of tells you all you need to know. But uh, this could have happened to the highest character of guys. People make mistakes at all levels at all times. And this is ultimately what this is. This is a terrible, terrible mistake by someone. So I don't put this in the same category as, you know, a, a, a draft pick that didn't work out, a Damon Arnett, a Cleve Farrell, you know, something like that, or the rest of the names that you rolled out there. I mean, I, I get it. You know, you want to clump them all together, but – you can't do that. You can't do that. And, and I get the frustration. So, you know, not hammering you over the head for that, uh, because, again, it, it does pile into and pile on to uh, any kind of a fan. It's just like, man, the hits just keep on coming. That's what I was talking about. In segment number two, it's more than just football. It's more than just going out there and executing on the field. I mean, this is real life scenario. So uh, I, I have to uh, politely uh, disagree with you and, and separate these two scenarios because this has nothing to do with character or class. This just has to make has to do with poor decisions that were made or weren't made on uh, on Tuesday night. No, Tuesday morning. Excuse me. Whatever whatever you want to look at or however you want to look at it. Uh, it's just it's just very unfortunate situation. But uh, thank you for the call. And like I said, I do understand your frustration. Next up, I got a tweet from my guy, New York City Raider 88. Uh, he actually left a message and then hit me back on Twitter and just said, what's up, Q? I'm at a loss for words and what happened with Ruggs. Seems like a good dude who made a bad decision. Unfortunately, it cost a woman her life, and I pray for both families. I never seen a situation like this. The closest thing was maybe when Stacey Torin died, but this is a different, though. This is Ruggs accidentally killing a person. But from a football perspective, we're really going to see the character of this team after losing one of their brothers, perhaps for good. This will test their resolve like nothing ever before. Keep up the great work, Q. All the best. Go Raiders. Again, NYC Raider 88 on that tweet right there. And yeah, uh, definitely they're going to lose their brother for good. I mean, the Raiders already released him, so he's no longer a member of the team. Uh, who knows what's going to happen in court later on this morning? Uh, you know, and, and and look, that's what he's got to deal with. I mean, those are the, the crosses that he's got to bear, and uh, he's got to deal with everything that's coming coming his way all the repercussions and again like you mentioned prayers out to all the families because he does have a daughter he does have 
a, a, a girlfriend or a wife or whatever the situation is. And, you know, that's a loved one, too. He has a mother and a father. I mean, you know, like I'm not trying to just sit here and say, you know, bash him, bash him, bash him. The hell with him. I mean, look, there's a lot of loved ones that are being affected uh, by this scenario. So you're right. Prayers to everybody. And I will continue to hammer that home. And if you don't sign up for that, that's OK. I'm not mad at you, but uh, that's where I'm at. That's just just who I am. And that's who I'm going to be. Uh, one of the things that I've always been taught, as much as anger you might have, as much hurt as you might have, you also have to have a little bit of forgiveness in your heart as well. And I know everyone's not ready to come to the table and, and forgive everyone for everything that they do. But at some point, uh, you've, got to, you've got to make that decision if you're going to do that or not. And so I choose to be a guy that goes ahead and, and, and makes that decision because that's, that's just what I do. That's just me. But again, everyone's not the same person. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a rough scenario, man. And, and like you said, it's at a loss for words. And in a business that I'm in where I'm supposed to talk, it's tough to come up with some words sometimes. It really is. I think that's a great way to put it at a loss of words for everything that is going on. So uh, thank you so much for that tweet, my man. I do appreciate you. And got time for one more text and we'll take it from Raider Fonzo from the 951 in my Chris Berman voice, Raiders. What's up, Q? It's your boy Raider Fonzo from the 951. Wanted to go over a couple things. One, F. Henry Ruggs. No excuse for his selfish behavior and driving drunk and killing an innocent person. That is inexcusable. Yes, we all make mistakes, but that mistake had grave consequences for someone's family member, and that mistake could have been avoided by simply getting an Uber or hiring someone sober to drive the Corvette home. Instead, he killed his career, jeopardized his daughter's future, and killed an innocent person. Two, this is why I don't get excited about our team starting off hot anymore. For the last 20 years, we've been to the playoffs once, and the rest of the time, the team has been an embarrassment to a great and loyal fan base. Much of the same this season. Yes, you or anyone else can argue that I'm being negative, but the facts are facts. Continuous mediocrity season after season makes it impossible to have any hope in this team. That's why I've learned to just look at only this week's game and go on from there. No more playoff talk or anything like that. I'm only thinking of how the team responds against the Giants in New York in an early game without their deep play threat. You see this team on a daily basis, and you know how tight-knit they are what are your thoughts on them going forward from this tragedy prayers go out to the victim and their family may god keep the victim by his side and may him and may he give their family the strength to deal with this tragedy again that's from raider fonzo from the 951 uh thank you for that lengthy text my man i do appreciate you i understand your concerns and i understand your point of view i'm not going to say f henry ruggs because as you said he made a huge mistake and he's got to live with that i wouldn't want him to have to be that guy i understand where you're coming from though and it is something very avoidable. And the NFL and the Raiders have plans in places so these kind of things don't happen. These kind of mistakes don't happen. But uh, I'm never going to uh, throw the, the stones at a man because, well, you know, he who is without sin cast the first stone. That's what I live by. As John 8, 7 is my favorite verse. I got it tattooed on my neck, and that's what I'm going to live by. So I'm not going to go there, but I understand. And I'll let you go ahead and say what you got to say. As far as the team, uh, I mean, they're going to continue and they're going to try to continue to do whatever they can do. They're going to try to pick up the pieces and they're going to try to battle it out. Uh, I think I kind of let my feelings be known in segment number two of what I thought about how they're going to put it together. I think they're going to do their very best. They are a lot of high character dudes in that locker room, a lot of guys that have love for each other. Uh, and usually when families go through tragedies, they come together and get a little bit tighter. So that's what I'm expecting from the team. But I can't tell you how it's going to play out. And I, I won't even try to BS you and try to uh, tell you how it's going to play out. Just let you know that I know these guys are going to try to do it. And they're going to try to get after it. And it's going to take a guy like Derek Carr and his leadership and his faith and uh, the way he's been kind of leading by example uh, in that locker room to go ahead and probably play an even bigger role moving forward. So we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, like you said, man, win game at a time. Take it day by day. That's all you can do. So that's what we'll do around here. 
As a matter of fact, coming up on tomorrow's show, it will be crossover Thursday, so we will turn our attention to the New York football giants. I'll have Patricia Trainer on the show. Uh, she covers the Giants like a glove for Sports Illustrated and also the Locked On Giants podcast, so she'll be on here talking all things G-Men, and you know, we'll just talk about the game. We'll talk about the two teams on the field, and as the Raiders try to attempt to go play their eighth game of the season, uh, obviously week nine action for the NFL. So that's all I got time for on today's show. Appreciate all the calls. Appreciate all the texts. We'll have more of that uh, coming up throughout the course of the week. But again, as I said, tomorrow will be crossover edition. We'll have more thoughts uh, from uh, Patricia Trainer on the G-Men and this game coming up on Sunday. So until then, Raider Nation, keep your head up, love your family, take care of your family, and most importantly, as always, just win, baby.